Welcome to the Calra Media SDA podcast series. In episode 17, streamed live on September 24th, 2022, as Elder Michael Gray preached on the topic, He That Overcometh. Sit back and enjoy the Calvary audio experience. But first, a word from our sponsor. Nobody knows the trouble I see. Nobody knows the trouble that is to come either. But glory, hallelujah. We have a God, amen? We have a God. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, praise team. Thank you, Sister Jules, for bringing that song today. Every now and again, I stand up to preach. I get a little nervous. Not, not, because, not because the pastor is seated in the house. Not because we have our educator seating in the back. That if I don't speak the right words. But it's because what happens is every now and again they, I, I, I seem to injure myself with the words spoken. So pray for the preacher. Because the word of God is sharper than any two-edged sword. It pierces. So many times I open the word, Pastor is not preaching to the congregation, I'm preaching to me. And I'm being wounded. And I feel the trouble with my wound is that every now and again I step out of church and I get back to the old life that I used to live. And that is what injures me each time. So pray for the preacher today. Bow your heads with me as we pray. Father, as we open your word, we ask that you show us the light. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I've entitled my little talk with you today, He That Overcometh. And you have listened to the scripture reading that Brother Devil McLeod, uh, McLeod read. And in it, it talks about He That Overcometh. I love the song. I've, it brings meaning to me now as I listen it maybe almost every day from the first time I heard it. I make sure I go to work. Um, I, I try to get Southern Gospel because they always play this song on it. It says that we are living in a broken world. A broken world won't give you any answers. Everything is upside down wrong is right and the right is wrong but not for long and that's the hope that we have it says this is what not for long this broken world is cradled by a savior would you say thank god and nothing here can take him by surprise someday this hurting will be over and every tears been wiped away and dried but for now but for when we're living in a broken world the hope comes as it says but not for long we may struggle through our lives we may live to 60 years old and feel that we have we have lived long 
that's not long. Uh, every time, every now and again, I think about a man called Adam. And, and, and if I say that is too much for me, I drop down to Abraham and think about his 127 years, it was, thereabouts. Listen, saints, we think that we are living long. It is not for long. Soon this hurting will be over. And as the song says, it is a broken world. Truly, I believe every part of it that it is a broken world. I've been listening um, on, on the, radio, the television. I've been looking at the news, listening to what is happening. And I've recently, I've heard it. I've heard it before, but recently I heard another one that they are setting up um, clinics for drug addicts. You didn't hear that, right? No, the clinic is not to treat the drug addict. Not to get him out of this, this condition that he's in. But it is to ensure that he has a clean shot. Clean boost up. And that if he overdoses himself, they can really administer care to him immediately. Listen, saints, this world is broken. Huh? We should be trying to get the drug addict what? Off that thing. Right? But the world says, this is your sorry condition. Stay in it. We're living in a broken world. But I'm glad the song says what? It's not for long. So the drug addict, it seems like now he has no hope. Because society says, let me help you die. That is what we have come to live in. A messed up, broken world, and it does not have any answers. Today, everything seems to be right. It just, just think about it. It is your opinion. It is okay. There seems to be nothing wrong anymore. Not in the world, not in the church. We do as we feel. We do as we please because it is I. I am satisfied. So we find ourselves now living now in a world of our own. Not a world that God desires for us to live in, but a world of our own because my truth is this. My truth is that. Your truth is this and your truth is that. So truth has become opinionated. My opinion of truth is truth. So it therefore means that there is no falsehood anymore in this world. Because if everybody has the truth, where are the lies? Who are liars? Listen, saints, we have come to a time when death and dying has become commonplace. Isn't this world broken? Did it take God by surprise? Oh no. Listen saints, listen, listen. Death has become so, so close. Like our relative now. Just speaking with Sister Glenda this morning um, in the fire. And I was saying that once upon a time when you hear that somebody dies, it takes another four or five years to find out that another person that you know dies. 
But today we have just like a lineup. They are going down the line one by one by one. Today we hear that so and so is dead. Is dead? Oh, I'm sorry. And we, are, we move on. Am I correct? That is the world that we have come to live in. And it seems as if that we have get so climatized to it that now we, now we embrace it. This is what we have. It's a broken world. And the truth is, the world does not have the answer. Everything is really upside down. Whether or not you like it, it is upside down. Let me interject right here, Pastor, as we are here in church. That Calvary, thank God for you all. Thank God that you have come back to church after the pandemic. There are churches that are still shut up. I, I would say closed, but closed kind of sound closed. It is they are still shut up today. Members are not coming back. They are just not here. Thank God for you. Because you have found out that it is a broken world and that iron sharpened iron. Are you following me? And this is why you are looking so good in church today. Because iron sharpened iron. Uh, last night, as, as, as we were on that Zoom program, Sister Tatiana sang that this is our temporary home. Is that so? And this is why God does not want us to be anchored here on earth. It doesn't matter how good the future prospect may look. Guess what happens? Soon and very soon, God is bringing an end to this. Some of us did I say some of us? Because I want to include myself there. We will live to see Jesus comes. Amen? And some of us may rest before Jesus comes. Listen, saints. Listen, but he's coming. He's coming very soon. And this is what we have been preaching years back. From 1844 when this church started to come out of the darkness. Listen to what oh, I'm saying it. When this church started to come out of the darkness, guess what happens? We have been preaching the soon coming of Jesus Christ. So I know that it is not long from now. It's not long from now. I'm not setting time or date, but I'm just saying this is what? It's not long from now. Listen, 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 listen. This world is mad. Do you believe it's a mad world? It's crazy, am I correct? You know, I was going off on vacation recently and um, several folks, when I say I'm going to Jamaica, several folks says, be careful. Right, Bobby? Be careful. You see, I, it seems as if I was going into the lion's den. They said, be careful. Maybe I was going to drop myself into a snake pit. Be careful. Because we have been listening to the evils that have been happening where? There. It's a mad world. It's chaos and confusion all around us. Huh? Just about every country on this planet Earth has their share of craziness. Have you looked at the news on yesterday? See what is happening in Iran? Huh? where they arrested this young woman because she didn't have her scarf 
Um, I don't what they call it. I don't remember the name of it. I heard Kijab Mercy. I would pronounce it differently. I saw the spelling. Listen to this. Listen, listen, listen. Because she didn't have that, she was arrested and she died in custody. And now there are protests in Iran everywhere. Women fling that thing off. Did I say fling? They throw that thing off and get scissors on the open street and they cut the hair in protest. And listen, saints, the world is mad, broken. There is no hope in this thing. It doesn't matter how we may, we may look at it and dissect it and see that it, it can be better. It is not getting better. It's not getting better. And we have all different kind of things that are happening around us where we see that, that, that Taiwan is, is on the edge because of China. China wants to touch them with some things. We, we know about the Ukraine thing. We have been talking about that six seven months now in war huh listen saints listen are we listening to the voice of the holy spirit because the word of god tells us that there shall be wars and what rumors of wars but we have seen so many wars that we take that what lightly we have seen so many, heard of so many things happening that it, it, it just passes through our ears now. It doesn't put a little judder in our hearts anymore because we have seen this before. And let me tell you something, saints, that is when the enemy creeps up on us because we let down our guards. I use it that way. Let me use it this way. That is when the trumpet will sound. That is when Jesus will come and find a people not ready for we let down our guards. In my imaginations today, saints, I, I'm just trying to, 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 to picture heaven and to see how our God how he's looking intently upon this craziness that is happening. He's looking upon all the lives that are lost here in Bridgeport. Did I say Bridgeport? Because every night, every weekend, we have a shooting somewhere here. Is, is that so? And you tell me about Jamaica. And right? Yeah. <laughs> We have a shooting somewhere here in this place every weekend. God is looking. Did not he say to Abraham that he has come down to see that if the things that are happening in Solomon, if they are so? Don't you think that this very same God is taking a look today at how we are battered and bruised by sin? How we have been messed up and mangled by what is happening here. Our brain can't even think straight. We can't even think straight because of what is happening in our world. God is looking on. And listen, in a moment, uh, we don't even know 
if he has sent his angels down already to say, listen, tell me if the thing is true. Not that he doesn't know, but he wants to confirm the thing that earth is messed up. And one day, not too long from now, he's going to say, come, ye blessed of my father. Amen. Yeah, those who are blessed, that is, come ye blessed of my father. Listen, the earth, it, when, when, when sin, sin took its toll upon the creation, when sin took its toll, he said that the word said that God was grieved in his heart. It repented the Lord that he had made man upon the face of the earth. God destroyed it. What about today? Hmm? When we have fentanyl running up and down the streets, huh? young people being drugged out, when we have so many kidnappings that are happening huh? for sex trafficking, for organs, for all different kind of things, isn't this world a mad place? Don't you think that if God is our father, don't you think it is pain in his heart? Don't you think that one day he's going to cut this work short in righteousness? Listen, saints. I believe with all my heart it is not long from now. I've seen so much, Elder Henry. I've seen so many things happening that we, as God's people, we need to do a different thing today. Did you know that? I like that amen but listen to this because many times we come to church I'm just I'm just saying what I hear is that all right many times we come to church we come to church to be pampered listen we come to church to hear a good sermon are you following me we, we it was a great sermon am I correct oh yeah listen we come to church to hear all of that huh? so what happens elder uh, um, is that what happens now church has become the center of entertainment we want to feel good we want to feel okay so we say it is a hospital am i correct which i do believe that too but the hospital is for sin sick souls that wants to be healed it is not to come and get a fix are you following me and go back out and come again and get another fix huh it is a place where we prepare to go to the king of kings to the lord of lords then why is it that when we come to church and feast upon a good sermon guess listen 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 we feast upon it but there's no change effected in our lives Can I say this? It is better if we have never heard it. It's better if we weren't here. 
let, let me move on let me move on with this before time runs out we are not counting time today amen amen we're not counting that listen to this listen 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 just so just 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 to exist in this world today it is choking out the christianity out of the christian did you know that hmm? just to survive you know all of us our backs are up against the wall am i correct hmm? just to pay the mortgage huh the car note car is pretty but we got to pay the car note just, just the thought of living just the thought of living has weakened our faith in god we are not looking to god anymore not to him and him only we start to look to ourselves am i correct didn't i tell that i wound myself each time i preach my nervousness is not you i've preached before presidents i've preached before union men i've preached i, I used to preach a lot but listen you are not my trouble i am my own trouble because i work brother curtis so hard to ensure that my mortgage is good are you following me hmm? i work hard to make sure that I make more than the 40 hours. Are you following me? Because what? I need it. And sometimes I go home, I'm just deadbeat. I can't read the word. You know why? I open it, and one passage takes two hours. Because for every line, I have to be awake on Brother Charles. You get me? Huh? And then when I'm finished with it, it means nothing to me. That's the world we have come to live in. So when I preach, I preach to me. Amen. I preach to me just to survive. The world is bitter, saints. Every part of this thing is bitter. You think you have money? You don't. You could do it some more yes this world is bitter we are just trying to survive but without god our scripture reading says in revelation 21 and looking at verse 7 it says he that overcometh shall inherit what all things and i will be his god and he shall be let me use the term my child so that ladies don't think that you are not in it listen saints we have to overcome this world those who have not yet given their hearts to jesus we have to overcome sin we have to overcome the devil that is what the word is saying christians who sit here today in church i don't care how long you have been baptized been a member of the church i don't care who you are in that respect listen you have to be an overcomer it is only overcomers who get the chance or the opportunity to inherit what all things 
We may think that we need all things here on earth. No, we don't need that. What we need is the all things that God talk, talks about. Huh? Because when you think you have gotten all things here, you just want to not get being able to pay your mortgage two times. Give it two. And guess what happens? Before you know it, you're outside. You're living under a bridge somewhere. Or living in your car. This is the beauty about America. The land of the free. It could not mean Jamaica, right? Brother Walters. I tell the truth, it wouldn't happen. But listen, that is what we have come to live in. The kind of life. We have to overcome this world. Because the overcomers inherits. The overcomers are called God's children. And listen, saints, we can be in church and we are not overcoming. Are you following me? Huh? Because, because, because the world draws us so much. Overcoming saints is what we do. We have to do it. There is nothing that we can do except overcome. You are not listening to me, man. Hmm? We have to strive for it. We have to strive for it. I want to read you something here. From the book Acts of the Apostles. It's page 229. When you get home, you read it, the whole thing if it makes sense to you. But listen to this. The surrender must be complete. Did you hear that? The surrender must be what? Complete. Let me just interpret that in my own little foolish mind. Listen, that means no halfway Christian. No halfway living. No one foot in and one foot out. The surrender must be complete. We have to give our what? Our all. We can't hold back. That is what the servant of the Lord is saying here. The surrender must be complete. Every weak, doubting, struggling soul who yields fully to the Lord is placed in direct touch with agencies that enable him to overcome. You didn't hear that? Huh? The weak Christians, if we say that we are going to surrender fully, we are placed in a position of great help. Are you following me? But many of us, we, 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 we just don't want to let go. And that's our trouble. We don't want to let go. We don't want to give it all to Jesus. But when we are sick, we want Jesus to give it all to us. Am I correct? Hmm? Because we want to live in this world that we know of. But we have to be like the, 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 the saints of old. That they look for a city which had foundations. Whose builder and maker is whom? They have never seen it before. Neither have we seen it. But our eyes and our hearts must be looking for what? That city. That city. 
I pray that today that we will open our hearts and receive the word of the Almighty God. Listen, heaven is near to him and he has the support and help of angels of mercy in every time of trial and need. That is a true seeker. That is the one who surrenders, who completely surrenders to God. Saints, it is rough. It is rough, you know. Last time I spoke out here, I mentioned two things in my sermon, two things that we looked at. It is righteousness imputed, which is called justification. Am I correct? Everybody remember that? I hope you were at school that day. Righteousness, what? Imputed. That is you in Christ. You're okay. And we talk about righteousness imparted. That is Christ in you. Do you remember that? Listen now. Listen, saints. Listen, 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 listen. When Jesus gives or calls you righteous, you are on the other hand he expects you to be righteous did you know that to live it because he declares it that's, that's what that's what it's about huh listen listen Christians listen I'm gonna talk to Christians for a moment and after that I preach to myself too we have to practice what we preach And that's the trouble with us today. Pastor, have you noticed that today we have a lot of conflicts in all that we do in church? Have you noticed that? Oh, yeah, yeah, you don't know. Thank God you don't know. But when you sit in leadership position, you see, you know, you hear, you feel it. And they say that some things like the sun, you can see it, you can feel it, but don't touch it. You'll get burnt out. You get me? Listen, saints, listen. We are in trouble did you know that unless we decide as god's people today did i say today now, i'm not talking about tomorrow because we don't know that i'm talking about today if we have to decide in our hearts to be overcomers listen to this listen to this i'm coming again from the book of acts of the apostles listen to this the work of gaining salvation is one of co-partnership a joint operation I spoke on that last time. I'm speaking on it again today. It's a joint operation that Jesus has done what? His part. Huh? To declare all of us what? Righteous. So there is a part that we must play. Listen to this. Listen. There is to be cooperation between God and repentant sinner. I've never tried to save anybody from drowning. But I've heard that when you go to save anyone from drowning, one of the, one of the worst things that can happen is that that person drown you. You know why? Because that person does not listen and is fearful. Because if 
if you know if you can't swim and get in the deep waters if somebody come to save you listen to what they have to say if you don't listen elder <laughs> they may just have to knock you out so that you can live did you know that huh listen listen so the the the, the, the lifeguard who comes to save you you have to cooperate with him or else he may just leave you out there and say next time buddy so it is with jesus christ that already he is the lifeguard already he has come to save us and he has done his part then listen we need to what listen we need to do what our part huh huh the lifeguard said it's okay i'm gonna flip you over on your back and you grab on his neck the man is gonna leave you out there you're gonna be drowned in a moment or two but if you just relax if he flips you over then all he has to do is swim with you in with all his strength listen god wants us to cooperate we have no excuse saints i'm gonna read something continue to read this we have no excuse i'm speaking to this church you're looking so good we have no excuse because calvary has paid the debt already you don't have to pay it again are you following me listen listen let, let me read this up quick so we can get out of here listen to this this is necessary that's a cooperation between god and the repentant sinner this is necessary for the formation of right principles in character man is to make earnest efforts to overcome that which hinders him from attaining to perfection listen but he is wholly dependent upon god for success listen to this human effort of itself is not sufficient without the aid of divine power it avails nothing god works and man works resistance to temptation listen this if you didn't get anything at all out of this presentation today get this write it down listen to it resistance to temptation must come from man not god don't pray and say god keep me from this listen you must know that when this faces you or faces me guess what the resistance must come from who from man i must say no so if the pay looks good i have to go right there you know i tell you why because that is what we live for if the money looks good but the money says that you need to step away from god for a moment who must resist is it god or you you know that this is what is eating us away since hmm? a little more money because all of us are in need are you following me 
Hmm? We have to we have to know we have to resist. It is not it is not God doing that. It is us. We have to make that decision. So the, the resistance to temptation must come from man who must draw his power from God. On the one side, there is infinite wisdom, compassion, and power. On the other, weakness, sinfulness, absolute helplessness. God wishes us to have the mastery over ourselves. Did not, did not um, Solomon says that, um, talk about a man that can rule his own spirit? We, we have to rule ourselves. We judge our lives too much on feelings. I feel like. I went home Thursday night past and I felt like I wanted some, something like some ice cream. I felt it. I didn't get it though. Listen. Because that is what we do. We feel like it. Are you following me? And we do it. We have to what? Have mastery over ourselves. We, we need to rule our spirits. Huh? I feel, you know, many times I feel like I'm a lion. But just can't roar. Are you following me? Huh? Listen, listen, listen. And this is what has turned the world upside down. Did you know that? People feel like. I would say something, but I don't want to say it yet. It will come out. But he cannot help us without our consent and cooperation. It's what I, it's what I spoke on the last time. This is the, the conclusion of the whole matter. Listen. God can't help us if we don't cooperate with him. Lord, I want to stop stealing. All right, well, walk away from the thing. I'll give you some strength. Let me talk about this. The divine spirit who works through the powers and faculties given to, sorry, the divine spirit works through the power and faculties given to man. Of ourselves, we are not able to bring the, the purposes and desires and inclinations into harmony with the will of God but if we are willing to be made willing the Savior will accomplish this for us if we are willing to be made willing the Savior will accomplish it for us The scripture says in, 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 in 2 Corinthians 10 and verse 5, it says, Casting down every imagination and every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. That is what we need to do. Cast down the things, bringing into captivity every thought. Many of us, our lives are built up on the television. Did you know that? Hmm? And we get up and we live an angry life. Because Hollywood and these places 
teaches us how to be angry. Am I correct? Huh? You watch a show and you know that this man must die. You say, kill him. Is that so? I'm not talking to you and I'm talking to me. Are you following me? Hmm? We watch it and we take side with all different kind of immorality. We walk in it, we talk in it, we live in it. I'm speaking to the balcony, I'm speaking to the house down here. We live in it. Guess what happens, saints? We have to be overcomers. Overcomers sit with Jesus. Are you following me? Overcomers inherit all things. I soon, I soon stop, man. I soon, I soon stop. Just give me a moment or two. Listen to this. He who would build up a strong, symmetrical character, he who, he who would be a well-balanced Christian, must give all and do all for Christ. For the Redeemer. Did you write down the first point? I said, don't miss this one. You didn't do it. Write down this one. For the Redeemer will not accept <laughs> divided service. Didn't I tell you some time ago, maybe in Bible class, don't follow the foolishness that we drop off a liquor here and a liquor there. You hear what the reading says? The Redeemer will not accept divided service. We can always fool ourselves, you know. And that's my trouble too, Pastor. We can always fool ourselves. Telling ourselves that everything is alright and still can do this and still can do it. We cannot do it. Light and darkness does not have fellowship. Light expels darkness. Is that so? Huh? And there's one thing that we need to know that if one of these bulbs go out in church, it casts a shadow somewhere. As much as there are more light. So we are the light of the world. Is that so? Huh? A city Jesus Christ says set on a hill cannot be what? Cannot be hid. So we can't be divided. We have to stand firm for Jesus Christ. We have to live in him. We have to walk in him. Uh, let, me, let, me, let me do this man. Let me do this. Let me do this. Listen. So he will not accept divided services. Daily we must learn the meaning of self-surrender. Daily. Jeez, have mercy. We must learn the meaning of self-surrender. He must study the word of God. Did I say study? I found myself reading the word of God. And that's all we do. We read it. And we say a prayers. Isn't that so? Hmm? We read the word and we say a prayers. Because many times we say a prayer that we learned some time ago. What we need to do is to study the word of God. And have a connection with the almighty. Are you following me? That we don't say a prayer. But we go in communion with the almighty God. Hmm? And this is why we are wounded. Because we are living on the surface pretending to be who we are not. That's why the devil can chase us out of our homes, out of our places. Because we know not the Lord. 
he must study the word of God, learning its meaning and obeying its precepts. Thus he may reach the standard of Christian excellence. Day by day God works with him perfecting the character that is to stand to stand in the time of final test. And day by day the believer is working out before men and angels a sublime experiment showing that the gospel can do for fallen human beings. That is what we do. That is what we do. And this is a challenge that we have, saints. I'm reading verse 8 of, of, of our scripture reading. It says, but the cowardly, reading from the NIV, but the cowardly, your Bible, King James says, but what? The fearful, the cowardly, the unbelieving, the vile, the murderers, the sexually immoral, those who practice magic, obia, the idolaters, and all liars, I hope we don't have that in church, they will be consigned to the fiery lake of burning sulfur. Here's Bible says in King James, fire and brimstone. It says, this is what the second death is all about. Let me hasten to say this now, that the spiritually coward, did I say spiritually coward? Lacking courage, very fearful or timid, the so-called Christian who cannot or did not stand up for God or for what God stands for, these are those who will receive the fire. What is your condition today? As we sit here, upstairs, downstairs, what is your condition? You who are listening to the word of God today, what is your condition? What is mine? Didn't I tell you I injure myself all the time? Listen to this. We just could not tell the world that I am for Christ. We just couldn't do it. We just didn't do it. We walked in the ways of the world. We spoke its language while we tried to speak the language of God. We are so careful as to what our friends, these are the friends in the world. We are so careful as to what our friends would think of us. We just did not consider what God was thinking, what he was hoping for of us. We do all our, we, we, we live our lives to please the world. Did you know that? That's what many of us do. We live our lives to please the world. We live our lives to look good in this world. We are not ready to suffer the martyr's death. Hold up music for me. We are not ready to suffer for Jesus Christ. We are not ready. We're not ready to stand up for him. We are more ready to show ourselves what we can achieve here on earth.
We're ready to show ourselves that, listen, I'm a good neighbor. But heaven doesn't see that. Heaven doesn't recognize that. Heaven recognizes overcomers. Those who stand up for God. There are some parts of the Bible I, 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 I'm scared of reading. But I do too. That we must die for Jesus Christ like those who died before. When we look at the Waldenses, we talk about them, we read about them, we talk about Listen, when your day comes, will you stand up for Jesus? Because we have anchored so much upon the world. Listen, the word says to us that the world passeth away and the lust thereof. But he that doeth the will of God abideth for how long? In contrast, the overcomers. In contrast to the overcomers, those who followed Satanic Trinity are excluded from the family of God. I tell you where I'm reading from, Pastor. Listen to this. I'm reading from that book called The Revelation of Jesus Christ by Ranko Stefanovic. Listen to this. Listen to this. In contrast, to the overcomers and this is why i ask the music to cool down because i'm coming to an end right here but i need us to hear this i don't want this to pass by in contrast to the overcomers those who followed the satanic trinity are excluded from the family of god and from the inheritance they stand in obvious contrast to the saints who keep the commandments of god and have the faith of Jesus. The first ones mentioned are the cowardly. The first one, are you coward? That's my question today. Are you fearful? Are you a coward when it comes to standing up for Jesus Christ? Do you rather to serve you, the world, to serve your friends, to do what their biddings than what God has asked us to do? That is what will stand up in the judgment now. Because even though, listen, even though the, the you in Christ is okay, the Christ in you needs to be done. Christ must be formed in us. Without Christ being formed in us, we are not going to make it. Please remember that we are co-partners with God. Am I speaking the truth? Listen to this. As I read on here, it says, the first ones mentioned are the cowardly, evidently contrasting with the endurance of the saints. This cowardliness does not refer to unnatural timidity or fearfulness, but to a lack, write this down, but to a lack of genuine commitment you didn't hear that it slipped you cowards spiritual cowards are not genuinely committed to Christ that is what it is saying I didn't write it I'm reading somebody's writing here it may be true 
or it may be true spiritual cowards are not genuinely committed to Christ don't stone me I can give you the art of the book listen to this listen to this <laughs> they are those who for the sake of escaping inconvenience or persecution in the day of trial deny Christ and choose their personal safety and comfort in place of faithfulness to God the cowardly refers in particular to the final crisis when many will give up loyalty and obedience to God and stand or side with the satanic trinity in obeying and worshiping Satan the unbeliever the unbeliever we attend church but we don't believe unbelievers not only him that is running in the world out there did you know that I'm praying that there are no unbelievers seated in church today because the unbeliever he comes to church but he doesn't believe we don't believe that there is a particular way that we should be living we don't believe that we are God's chosen people we don't believe in what God says period when we come with our own ideas and want to push that on the church and listen there are some things that are going to happen um, 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 uh, next week I think is next week a certain discussion and pastors why I don't want to say anything until I'm a part of the forum to hear I, I won't even say anything on the forum and elders you're you are, you are privy to it right you're you are getting it there are certain things that are coming upon the seventh-day Adventist church and if the church does not stand up it will fall and this is why God is not coming to get a congregation are you following me God when he comes he's coming for those who bear his name and character all right I'm gonna stop now pastor I can't do the but I can drop my anchor are you following me I can drop my anchor right here because we listen listen we serve in church but we don't believe we pray but we don't believe did you know that huh we preach but we still don't believe our life just says that listen you are just in emotion mr pianist play something listen listen these will slip away from the faith in the final crisis if you are always just doing the thing always just in motion not committed to God listen when the final pressures come we will slip away from God 
will be accounted with the vile, the murderers, the sexually immoral. We are going to be accounted with those who work obia, black magic, idolaters. We will be consigned to the fiery lake. We'll just take part in the second death if we are not overcomers. The book of Revelation speaks to us in chapter 2 and verse 7. It says, He that hath an ear to hear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto churches. And Jesus promises this, he says, to him that overcometh, I will, I will give to eat of the tree of life, which is in the midst of the paradise of God. The question is, are you an overcomer? A little song we used to sing some time ago says, we are made more than conquerors, overcomers in this life. We have been made victorious through the blood of Jesus Christ. Who am I today? Am I an overcomer? Or will I be one of them that will be cast into the lake of fire? The word is for all of us. Don't think about the person sitting next to you. Don't think about the preacher because he knows his downfallings and his whatever. Let us think about me, myself. Who am I as I sit here today? Before I close in prayer, I'm going to ask one more time. Is there somebody here? You have not given your heart to Jesus Christ, but listen. Listen. You know that one day, one day, there are going to be just only two classes of people. As a matter of fact, there are already two classes of people. Those who are overcomers and those who are fearful and unbelieving. Those who are vile, immoral, and all of these. But you want to be on the side of the overcomer. Is there such a person today? Not giving your heart to Jesus. Just raise your hand right where you are. Raise that hand. Amen. Amen. Is there another? Is there another? No church. Church, I must ask us again today. Will you stand up for Jesus? Would you be an overcomer? If that is your desire to be an overcomer, would you stand up with me? I want to be an overcomer. Bow your heads with me. Father God, as the song says, I surrender all. Today, Lord, we just want to surrender our all to you. We want to be overcomers, victorious, Lord, over earth's life. For there is no answer in this world. But this world is cradled by you. I pray, Lord, that you'll take the decisions 
of each heart today those who want to overcome because Lord there's somebody who will leave this church today and said that it's pure foolishness the preacher preached but I'm gonna ask you Lord just to take the heart that wants to be truly committed to you the heart that is looking not on earth but upon the world to come you see the decisions that are made today you see the hand that went up to say I want to walk with Jesus Christ I pray Almighty God that you see that decision Lord for eternity take away fear from us oh God take away unbelief I pray that you'll never take away your Holy Spirit from us so into your hands we commit this church into your hands Lord we commit everything we do may your name be glorified thank you God for the scriptures that has sent us Lord to search it out and to find the way of salvation that at the end of days it can be accounted well with our souls bless us to this end now we pray in Jesus name Amen Amen Thank you for tuning in to episode 17 of the Calvary Media SD podcast series. We are looking forward to seeing you again next week for episode 18. Have a great one and stay blessed.